we can't keep on talking about emails all the time. We've we've spoken about emails now for weeks and weeks. What are we? A thousand years old? Why aren't people sending us um, pictures on Instagram, for example? Because we're following none and followed by none, for example. Why are we using technology that's one up from the post? Get in touch. Don't email us, though, because that's boring. That's sad. Bloody Instagram us, dude. Flip us a new picture on Instagram. (laughs) Flip it, dude. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Will. And my name's Steve. You haven't got time to read War and Peace. Even if it is one of the greatest novels of all time. 587,000 words. 612 grams. That's the weight of the book. 500 characters. 361 chapters. Three volumes. Two epilogues. And a collection of maps. We're going to summarise all of it for you. This is War and Peace in just seven years. <laughs> Steve, welcome to episode 13. Thank you, a scary, scary number. Unlucky for some. If 13 really is your unlucky number, I would, I would not listen to this episode. Not worth the risk. You know, it's when they, they don't have a 13th floor, famously, in some buildings because they're worried mm. that um, the, the power of the number would make the floor fall off. It's something like that. Or like floors above 13 would come down and crush 13, I assume. Oh, because if 13's gone, well, the gap between 12 and 14 would suddenly, yeah, no, that, that is unlucky. Mm-hmm. That's a bad conversation, isn't it, mate? (laughs) God. We do, honestly, we do practice uh, chatting before this. I know that's hard to believe sometimes by the when we jump in, but Mm -hmm. you'd be surprised. Last week, Steve, looking through my notes. Episode 12. Not a lot was going on. Uh, Catwoman's Heartbreak was the name given by me. Last week, it was all about the kids, who they fancied. Kissing. Kissing, exactly. Yeah, it was very much an NSFW episode, so sorry about that. As reporters will do, we have to report on the facts. And people were kissing. You consider this journalism, do you? Investigative journalism of the literary, literary, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Sonia. Yes. Looks like a kitten. That's another animal to add to our... Women that look like animals list. Mm-hmm. We had Nick, Sonia, Boris, Julie, and Natasha. Julie and Sonia all over Nick. Sonia ran away. Natasha fancies Boris. I think I've done it. That's about it, right? Lots of tears, lots of very high, tense emotions um, that, you know, the, the pressure cooker's bubbling away and it's all going to blow its top at some point. Um, also, the eldest daughter, Vera, potentially has a mouthful of spiders. And she makes everyone feel awkward, if you remember. She makes everyone feel awkward by her creepy mouth. Yeah. What's in that mouth? Why not leave us a comment on Instagram? <laughs> Text us a quick update on Instagram and we'll ping that right across. Look, that was it. This is episode 13. Onwards. Book one, chapter 13. The reading. Chapter 13. Who knew we'd get this far? Prime number. You love prime numbers, apparently. Should we read out all the prime numbers? Ooh, wouldn't have thought so. What's the biggest prime number that you know? Is this where you're going today? (laughs) Christmas. To congratulate. Oh, shit, I'm reading the wrong chapter. I'm reading chapter 14. Don't worry. Whoopsie. So, (laughs) apologies. That, That quote, to congratulate 
is a spoiler. I found a um article about the the glamorous lives of London's crazy rich Russians. There she paused and stood listening to the conversation in the drawing room. What do they like to do? They like to go to bars in Belgravia, split their time between country mansions, Mayfair Muse. Crazy. Private planes, chartered yachts. Privilege. Boris paused in the middle of the room. Sonia, what is the matter with you? How can you? said he. I like the way Tolstoy says, said he, as opposed to he said. I hadn't noticed that. You're really doing a deep literary analysis, aren't you? Thought she. I'd have said she thought. Anna Milyavskaya. You're listening to Steve Practice Reading. Is the daughter of an actress and businessman who often shows off her very glamorous jet set lifestyle on Instagram. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) There's a picture of her here sitting on a golden sofa. I don't like you to talk like that. Was that you talking? Or... That that was Tolstoy, but he's he's spot on there. Would you like to kiss me, Steve? Whoa! Oh, um. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Oh! <laughs> holy moly! I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> holy, holy, holy! How much did Sofia Abramovich, the daughter of billionaire Chelsea Chelsea owner Roman Abramovich? Yeah, quicker, quicker. How much did he pay for her, for for his daughter's horse? Oh Jesus! Um, like it's it's. Either... I'll give you a clue. Go on, go on. It's not an imperials; it's in pounds. As with all stupid, idiot questions like this, the answer is either incredibly high or incredibly low. I'll let you swap the question if you don't like it. Um, I don't like it actually. Yeah, swap it. What are her two dogs called? Um, yum yums and butt sniff. No, wrong, unfortunately. It's Zeke and Blue, and the horse costs £500,000. I didn't want the answer to the horse. Oh, that doesn't seem like that much money. Half a million quid for a horse. I don't know. How much do horses cost? I don't know. I don't know they cost that much, do they? How much would you pay for a horse, Steve? Oh, I'm meant to be reading. Philip Gazmanov. He's the stepson of Russian megastar and pop icon Oleg Gazmanov. He describes himself... As down to earth, um, he likes to go to secret clubs and societies and restaurants where only certain people can go. Oh, this is unbelievable <laughs> what you're saying. But he does think he's down to earth. A smile of joy and satisfaction lit up her eager face. What a boring article. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. This chapter's about one sentence long. Oh, really? I've just got the Smurfs written in the Google bar. I haven't pressed it, but... I tell you what, as a little treat, yeah. you can you can say one Smurf thing from Smurf World, or whatever it's called. Just be quick. Smurfs.com. I'm just going to... It's loading now. It's 59% loaded. Welcome to the Smurfs Village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how to use Smurfs Village. Come on. Steve, I said be quick, pal. I said be quick. Smurf news. Steve, I need something, mate. We're going to move uh, on. Ah! Oh, there's an error. There's a server error. I've had a problem smurfing online. That's all you get. That's all you get. I was quite kind to you. I think we'd all agree. Smurfette was originally created by Gargamel. That's it. There you go. Take that. That's it. You're welcome. Okay. Chapter 13. It's very short. What are we talking? Like a, like a pamphlet or a text message? Maybe more of a leaflet. A, a relatively wordy leaflet. Great. We are... I feel like I always say this and it makes me sound 
potentially quite stupid, but we are following on immediately after your chapter. No, it doesn't always happen. Thank you. Cheers, mate. See, we can be friends. I like that. Well done. That's really kind. We're colleagues and we get along well and we're friends. Listen, we get along just fine. <laughs> we get we rub along absolutely okay. Listen, this is all about the bloody kids and fancying people and loving people and all that nonsense. Get in. It's we're good. You can be the positive <laughs> cop and I'll be the negative cop. <laughs> you are gonna have to be. Yeah. Alright, look. Natasha, so she ran away. She left the room crying last last um, episode because the boy she fancied was talking to another girl. Can you believe that? So look, Natasha ran out of the drawing room. So she's had enough because she's like, I love Boris and I'm 13 and I love singing lessons, etc. Sorry to be cynical there. Dismissive to the, the emotions of 13 year olds. Sorry to be so blatantly dismissive, <laughs> but I, I am. I can't hide my own emotions here. Uh-huh. She was already growing impatient and stamped her foot, ready to cry at his not coming at once. So she's really annoyed because she runs away Ah. and uh, Boris doesn't follow her. And she thinks it's a power play. Does he love me? Will he kiss me? Well, exactly, Steve. You've really nailed it here. So she runs away. Boris doesn't follow her immediately. You know, bad move on Boris's part. And so she hides among the flower tubs. Okay. <laughs> Do you think like the translation is off there? I wouldn't call them flower tubs. Flower tubs. I'm imagining big, you know, quite big things that with with flowers in. <laughs> yeah, flower tubs, if you will. Yeah, you could say flower <laughs> it's, it's tubs. Worked. Look, if the translation's off or not, we know what they're on about, so it's fine. So she's in hidden betwixt the the flower tubs, like a little Smurf. Steve, careful, <laughs> mate. And then Boris wanders in. But now she's hidden. He's looking around. He's looking at these tubs. He's just saying normal flower tubs. Nothing to see here. Mm, these, are just, these are just some normal large flower tubs. Nothing <laughs> to see large, here. Normal large human-sized flower tubs. Where's, where's Natasha gone? Can't see her. No, no, flower tubs. Goodbye. Now, Steve, if you're a handsome chap and you wander into if. a room, I'm just saying hypothetically, if you were a handsome chap. As a handsome chap, when you walk into a room, that's, that's what you mean, isn't it? If you were a handsome chap and you wandered into a room, what, what would you do? What's the first thing you'd do? You're a handsome chap. You've wandered into a room. Um, I'm handsome. I'm in a room. You've given me a lot to work with, so it should be easy for me to work this one out. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, I, maybe I'll start singing. Yeah, no, it's a good, it's a good guess. I'm sorry, I really am trying. I'm really trying to put some intrigue into this. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he just looks in the mirror. Okay, you should feel a little bit stupid now. Yes, yes. He stood a little while before the glass, smiled, so he's smiling at himself, <laughs> and then just walks out. He doesn't say Natasha. No, he doesn't. That probably annoys her. Actually, she's too well hidden. And then she says this to herself: "Let him look for me," thought she. Mm. she's playing hard to get in quite a physical obvious way she is hard to get she's hard to find she's hard to find she's hard to date boris in out she's still hidden in the flower tubs who comes in next it's only bloody sonia uh-oh sonia comes in crying for some reason she's crying too and muttering angrily sonia's the one that looks like a cat please do some angry muttering steve I can't find it's just ridiculous. Hate. I just can't have me having this. Natasha is still hidden, and this is a nice quote. She's watching as under an invisible cap. 
Hello, J.K. Rowling got the idea from this chapter, clearly. <laughs> Very good. He could have just said that she was hidden. She didn't need this. It was as if she was under, though, like some kind of large invisible hat. Right. You've got uh, Natasha hidden in the flowers, Boris in, out, Sonia in, crying, and then who runs after Sonia? Now Nicholas comes in, chasing after Sonia. Ooh. Oh. It's all this is this is the cooking pot of relationships this room. Just the cooking pot of young love. <laughs> Sonia, what is the matter with you? How can you? said he. Mm-hmm. It's nothing, nothing. Leave me alone, sobbed Sonia. This is raw. They have a back and forth about you don't love me. I do love you. Ah! Kind of that sort of stuff. I'm sure the listener can fill in the gaps there. Just to recap, because I'm getting a bit confused. Nicholas and Sonia fancy each other. Correct. Natasha and Boris, they're into each other as well, but it's not working out at the moment. There you go. I think it's not really working out for all four of them. They're young, they're confused, they're silly, they're annoyed. There's hormones, come on! So they have a little Barney, a little back and forth. Nicholas declares his undying love for her. Oh, right, okay. Then they both sod off. Always trying to look for the comedy in these chapters. We will try our (laughs) hardest. I I think I've got it here. I don't like you to talk like that. Well, then I won't. <laughs> okay. It's up to the listener to decide. It's always good to um, tell people when something funny is going to happen. That, that usually makes it funnier, doesn't it? I set them up because I think deep down I know that's not necessarily that funny. Yeah, you're really, you're, you're scratching at straws or whatever. Just that classic phrase, scratching at straws. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Beckett phrase there, guys. Now, those two, they bugger off. They have a little kiss. Why have you made a big thing of that? It's a kissing. It's the first kiss in the whole book. He drew her to him and kissed her. NSFW stamp of approval. It's kissing. So we still got Natasha hidden in the bushes. Then she goes and grabs Boris, I think, because she's like, they're making out. Yeah, I want that to do that. So she gets Boris and she says, I have something to tell you. Here, here. Drags him back into the, God knows where she is, in the plant room or whatever. Boris followed her smiling. What is this? Something asked he. I'd have said he asked. You're not a world-famous author, though, are you? Then, I think you'll like this, Steve, because now Mimi is involved. Okay, the psychic doll, great. You say Mimi's involved, Mimi's orchestrating all of this. All of these people that we're hearing are just her puppets. She holds up the doll to Boris and says this. Kiss the doll. (laughs) (laughs) The real subtext, I'll translate for you what's going on here. Mimi fancies Boris. Right but she can't physically move her arms or limbs because she's a stuffed doll. I'll be honest, Steve. I actually did think that as well um, when I was reading this book. Uh-huh. Boris doesn't actually respond to this. I think he plays it quite well because it's quite creepy and a bit weird. He doesn't really do anything. And then Natasha, she set this up well, says, all right. Well, she, she obviously doesn't say all right. Don't you want to? <laughs> well, then come here closer closer and then they have a bloody kiss a big snog oh my god nsfw that is a classic line isn't it kiss my doll you don't want to kiss my doll kiss me then well kiss my face then yeah boris blushed everyone bloody blushes they're either blushing or stout or look like animals it's probably his first kiss could be now it gets a little deeper now. So they have this little back and forth after the kiss, which is basically like, what are you doing, son? I bloody love you. Why are you being a douchebag? And he says, Natasha, you know that I love you. 
And then she says, you're in love with me. Boom. The L word out live Whoa. on War and Peace in just seven years. Boris loves <laughs> Natasha. God. Woo. Woo. <laughs> but. There's a but. Okay. Yes, I am. But please don't let us do like that. In another four years, then I will ask for your hand. That seems reasonable. Now, Steve, if I said to you, we're going to meet up in four years' time, yeah, how would you calculate that? I would just add four to the, the current year. Interesting. So what Natasha does is add four to her age, but counts out loud. 13, 14, 15, 16. Can't argue with it. She's right. Yeah. That's... That joke didn't land like I thought it would. That's all right, mate. <laughs> all right. Not was that to joke? worry. Oh, no, it's fine. No, no, don't worry about oh, it. Hey, it's sad, though, when a joke doesn't land. She counted on her slender little fingers. All right, then, it's settled. And then Boris says, settled. And then she <laughs> says, forever. And then she also says, till death itself. That's pretty intense. He could die at any moment with all this war going on. And then they go arm in arm and sod off to the adjoining sitting room. This house is bloody massive. It's just filled with sitting rooms and plant rooms. and They haven't been in the same room twice. I don't think we've ever been in a room more than once. No, we haven't. <laughs> Every single chapter is in a different room. We've been in 13 different rooms so far. Yeah, they make a big deal about War and Peace that there's 500 characters. I think there may be 500 rooms. Listen, we got through it. I thought that was actually quite a good chapter. I mean, I would have really gone in a lot, lot harder on the on the kissing. I mean, like, you know, some people have been waiting for this, this exact moment in the podcast because, mm. you know, they love romance. What's being set up is some love. I think this book's going to span quite a lot of time if we're focusing on the young'uns now and their love. The young'uns are only going to get older, aren't they? The young'uns are only going to get older. And that's old Uncle Steve saying. <laughs> oh. Adding uncle in made it creepy. It's the summary summary. All right, mate, I'm already ready. Ten seconds. I don't think this bit's funny. I've, I've done it and I know it's ten seconds. Do you know what, though? Before yeah. I um, said that to you, I did put ten minutes on, but I didn't even I just got rid of it straight away. I'm, I'm just I'm just thinking, just planning out some thoughts. I need a title. Actually, I haven't got a title. Of course you need a title. What is this? You, you douche. You complete idiot. Keep keep it positive, Will. Come on. Keep it light. Keep it friendly. Keep, keep it, it breezy. Fun. <laughs> keep it fun and positive. We don't, we don't need... No one wants to listen to you just insulting me for 45 minutes, do they? Disagree. But, you know, <laughs> if, if you disagree, listener, send us an email. Sorry, flip us an Instagram pic. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. He looks sick with nerves. I'm, I'm okay. I'm fine. In three, two, one, go. Chapter 13, let's get kissing. Natasha's run away and Boris is following her. Everyone's kissing and they're all in love. Mimi wants a kiss too. She's a scary doll. Will they be in love forever or will they die? Beep, beep, beep. Really good, pal. Really Thank good. You. Excellently summarised. Thank you. I, I didn't hear the, the name of the chapter because I wasn't listening. Uh, it's called Let's Get Kissing. Let's Get Kissing. Episode 13, chapter 13. That's what it was about. There was kissing, there was crying, there were tears. Same thing. And it was just silly young people being silly. We're getting to a few shorter chapters now. 
and that's fine. That's absolutely fine. But you know, it's all it's all set up. I think for for some big chapters, <laughs> some longer chapters coming up. I expect it's been fascinating from a, a kind of a literary point of view that we've had quite like, <laughs> relatively long chapters, and uh-huh. then it's shortening yeah. down to kind yeah. of shorter chapters. And what Steve is saying here is that he thinks. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, uh, those chapters will kind of lengthen again. Is that is that, is that fair to say, Steve? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Will you've you've really captured mm. the essence of it there. Um, what what I've noticed um, from many years studying War and Peace is that mm. uh, there are Go some on. shorter chapters, uh, and sometimes they're followed by slightly longer chapters. All right, cheers, mate. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of War and Peace in just seven years. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, get yourself on the Instagram and flip us a pic, (laughs) dude. If you've got a spare moment, why not tell a friend about the podcast? Just one. Flip us a pic on Instagram. Send in a picture of your face. Whatever it is that gets you going, we're there for you. And here are the bits that aren't that good. I was just going to tell you that I haven't um, washed, spoken to anyone all day. And so <laughs> pra- practice chatting right now is incredibly important. Thank you for listening to another episode of War and Peace, Governor. Oh, oh, good Lord, uh, doth my kept to you, oh, son. Was so Jump. kind of you. Thank you. If you wouldn't mind popping us on the Instagram, Governor. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't mind, tell a friend about us, please. Thank you. God and bless you. Thanks and kindness, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking piss what the <laughs> no, hell is not. that it's juice have you ever seen juice before it it looks like you're drinking it out of a measuring cup like a a, a science oh god it's a science a, cup it's a, it's a pint what, glass of juice a beaker it's a science beaker filled with piss <laughs> it's a it's it's a pint glass of juice will that's a really awful pint glass is it made of plastic do you nick that from a pub i can't remember should we change the tone? Let's change the tone a bit. Let's okay. just listen. Listen to this. Let's just lower the gears. Okay, relax. Slow it down. Welcome. Yeah. My name's Willie Wilbo, and you're listening to yeah. yeah, War and Peace in just 14 years. Just 100 years. We're taking it slow, but first, taking it slowly, slowly. A bit of jazz. A little bit of sweet jazz from our sponsor. Dr. Jazz and the Jasmonauts. You're listening to War and Peace dun, and Jazz dun, dun, Radio. Dun, 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 dun. This is War and Peace and Jazz in just ten years. <laughs> here's, here's your Jazz of the Week. <laughs> and next up, we've got chapter 13, after some more big bits of jazz. This song's called Hoop Doobity Doop by the Hoopy Doops. Boop, 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 boop